Pull up a stool and pour yourself a pint, as you're about to join three intrepid drinkers, Kevin, Justin, and Mark, as they embark on another Beer-tastic Voyage. Hi, everybody, and welcome to another episode of Beer-tastic Voyage. My name's Kevin. I'm Mark. And I'm Justin. And today, we are drinking one of the upcoming local brews of Bellport Brewing Company. This is, uh, one of, these are Brian's creations. I believe, but uh, he doesn't quite have a home yet, so we're going to work on that. Yes, he's. Uh, you can find him at various farmer markets and limited local distribution. Yeah, yeah so he's he's in that uh, he's in that limbo between. Uh, what is he contract brewing with other people, or is he like? Uh, yeah, he's what, what do they call it? Uh, vagabond brewing or something? Or yeah, he's currently uh, gypsy brewing. brewing. That's it. That's what yeah. He's currently brewing at Rocky Point. Okay. Yeah, he's uh, he started in 2013, and he was originally in the uh, the incubator where Lithology is now. Um, the where Taste the of Brewers Long Collective Island. in 1940s, and you know. Okay, but uh, the Calverton incubator or the incubator that was in? No, the Taste of Long Island. Okay, the one that, the one that was in Farmingdale. Yeah, okay. yeah, the, where that's where the Lithology is now. Right. Yeah. Okay, but there was a there. I believe there still is in like the Calverton area, a food company incubator program kind of thing there might be there I, might I, be I but know. i don't think they're set up for beer production okay just wonder. all right so what's the uh what are the offerings that we have today justin so we have uh the newest offering gammy's special recipe this uh just released yeah okay. uh, last week i think and then we're going to drink the uh the other two beers are collaboration beers all with right. um brian and uh, another brewery the first one's from brian and spider bite our buddy larry that's going to be the finer things a rye porter Sounds like a good plan there. And then uh, we're going to have the uh, Sudif um, barley wine. Which is Yeah, which is between, uh, I think it's Rocky Point and... Uh, right, Rocky and, Point and Bellport. And Bellport. Okay. So uh, the Gammies is a sweet potato beer, correct? Yeah, it's 80 pounds of sweet potatoes and uh, a lot of marshmallow fluff and... Uh, I believe Brian would agree if he said shit ton of spices because I think yes. he. Uh, I think that was the yeah. technical measurement. Yeah, right? he. Uh, <laughs> I believe he told me that next year he would like to reduce the uh, the amount of spices. But I. So is he just going to sure. do a metric ton of uh, yeah. spices next year, not a shit ton of spices? Exactly. I mean, it's well known. Oh it's yeah, more than a metric ton. Right. So. The uh, flavor text here says, Grammy sweet potato casserole is a tradition in our family, a recipe given down from generations to generation. It starts with 100% Long Island sweet potatoes, spices, and a generous portion of marshmallow to bring the whole fall season to life. This is certainly a different uh, spin on the uh, on the fall beers. A lot of times, you know, everybody has a pumpkin beer that they release now, so to see sweet potato is a little bit different. Yeah, it is interesting. The uh, I know he didn't want to do a pumpkin, so this is sort of his answer to the pumpkin beer. And uh, it, it to me, it's a Thanksgiving beer. I know that uh, Mark's wife, Amy, was. Uh, oh yeah, yeah when thing. when she first saw the the like Facebook teaser post, right? That he threw up about it, and she was like, "I need it." <laughs> so, quick survey before we get into the beer: sweet potato pie or pumpkin pie for you guys? Hundred percent sweet potato pie. I usually don't eat either of them and have something else. Because you're a communist. Well, I mean, growing up, <laughs> at Thanksgiving, my choices were, uh, well, they were either between, some, I don't remember if it was probably usually pumpkin pie or my mother's cheesecake. Okay. And I always went for the cheesecake. I would roll cheesecake on that, too. <clears throat> my answer was always yes. 
<laughs> and on dessert, it was always, yes, I'll have that. Yeah, sure, I'll have that. <laughs> now, I lucked out that in th- that on Thanksgiving, sweet potato pie was served with dinner. And then pumpkin pie was served with dessert, so it's two yeah, separate. That's two how separate entities. that's how it works in my house now. See? Yeah, yeah, there we so, go. So, and, and you know, it's funny. I have all you know my uh, my three younger cousins. Okay. Not one of them will eat the, the sweet potato pie. They're all crazy people. Yes, but that means more for you. Oh my god! It, I mean, I keep telling them they think sweet potato, and it's, it literally tastes like marshmallow and nuts and sugar. Like that's what it is. <laughs> exactly. Well, I mean, like Amy is definitely uh, a sweet potato pie person. Yeah. Like guy every year, like. This is your pie. Uh, this one's yours. <laughs> yes. Okay. That's... So let's get into the beer and see if it kind of matches that pie, like flavor. The color on it looks to me exactly like fresh apple cider. When you get it from the when you pour it out in a glass, you know, it's that same kind of dark gold. It's brown, dark golden. Yeah, it's color. pretty close. I would say this is a little bit more towards brown than gold than yeah. most apple cider, but it's yeah. Yeah, I mean, but apple cider, like that's the color yeah, of it. Yeah, <laughs> same same sort of clarity too. Like it's not it's not completely blacked out, but it's it's somewhat it's, yeah, it's a little hazy yeah, in there. A little hazy. Um, the smell is nice. I get I definitely get a little sweet potato and and general sweetness on the smell. Yeah, uh, my allergies have kicked I up get, a little uh, bit. I'm a little congested, but even I can get a whiff of uh, some of the cinnamon and stuff in there. Mm. Yeah, I when I first poured this, that's definitely what I smelled was cinnamon. Yeah, the uh, yeah, that's good. It is really that good. Is really tasty. You, you get, I mean, it, it sounds odd, but I get the sweet potato and I get a little bit of the uh, the marshmallow. Yeah, you get a little bit of that sweetness, that kind of marshmallow sweetness to it, but you really get it tastes like um like mold cider almost too. Mm. You know all the spices that are in there, and it's a nice change from usually just getting sweet pumpkin flavor too get something a little different yeah it's a cool interesting mouthfeel too I'm, i think I'm, I'm getting from the sweet potato uh i don't know if it's from the sweet potato or the fluff oh yeah it could be yeah right could be from that yeah there's a little bit of oiliness to it um but i think it's overall really pleasing yeah, and this is this. I enjoy this a lot. I know that the uh, the first. Well, this is the second time we're having it because we were at Taps and Towns where that when they were serving it yeah, off, on on tap. Um, I think on, on off off the tap, I got more of the marshmallow portion than I get now. But I mean, again, we were at a beer <gasps> festival drinking a bunch of other beers. So how well do I remember that? Yeah. <laughs> right. Um, but the uh, it it I, this is the same beer. If you served served it to me, I would have I would know right away it was the same beer. Yeah, I, it's. It's good. I like it. Um, that being said, I don't think you drink a lot of it. No, it's got a distinct, a distinct flavor to it. Um, no, I think this would be a nice... I, I would serve this one in between... Um, I wouldn't drink this straight up. I would serve this like during a meal. Yeah. Um, and not with the meal, but this might be the in-between. Like, hey, we finished dinner. Have a, have a short pour of this. Not tiny glass, but you know, like a maybe a ten ounce glass or something like that. I um, I don't even know if I could do that. I think like a five ounce pour in like yeah. a tulip glass would be my maximum. Okay, and it's not it's not because I don't like it. It's just I feel like it would just completely overwhelm my palate. Fair enough, but I think it would be a good bridge one to have between the savory dinner and the sweet dessert. Yeah, like when they're you know you're, everyone's getting everything set up and right. people retire to the uh, living room. 
Yeah, well, before, before you know, as in that kind of transition period. You know, right, you're I, right, I at the be, right at the beginning of the Cowboys game. Yes, yeah, before <laughs> they've started losing. Right. So, yeah. uh, but after the Lions game, the Lions. I, yeah, I was gonna say, do yeah. the Lions play before or after? I, it, really it doesn't matter if you wear. I silver never and, play close. Pay close enough attention. If you wear silver and blue, you get to play on Thanksgiving. That's all I know. Yes, that's apparently the rule. So, um, why don't you guys let's uh let's get started with the ratings on this? Sure, one. Mark. What you're? What are we going with? I, I'm gonna call it a pint, just because I like it more than to just give it a tasting. So exactly, I'll, I'll round up. Um, I'm going to say it's solid pint for me. Um, again, not a judgment on quality, but just on volume. It's a pint. I enjoy it. But this is not a beer that you're going to hang out and be drinking all night. No. Can't do it. Yeah, the... Um, get, I think you'll get sick before you get, the, yeah, the, enjoy the, it too the, much. The spices are definitely uh, powerful, as they are in, in the... Uh, you know the the meal that it's sort of mimicking. So right. I'm also going to go uh, with a strong pint, um, for the same exact same exact reasons. It definitely uh, it, I I love the uh, the creativity though. I think it gets a, a five for creativity and a five for execution. Yeah, I I second those. And as I mentioned before, I'm just really happy to see a change of pace than just another one than just another on the pumpkin scale. It's interesting to see more. Um, you know. Like, Who are you, and what did you do with Kevin? No, I love pumpkin <laughs> beers. Don't get me wrong. You know this. I have, I will preach the goodness of pumpkin beers with rin jobs all day long. We just that we, doesn't mean I can't like anything else. I just forced Mark to help me bottle my pumpkin beer today. So yeah. By the way, were you holding his daughter hostage while he while he, he helped you doing this? <laughs> and she was being held over a a pool with sharks with laser beams, freaking laser beams. She sorry. would just try to pet them. She would yeah. be like, "Sharks, I'm gonna pet the sharks." Wow, so we're, we're pouring out the uh, the finer things now. It's a, a rye porter, and, and um, yeah, this has got a lot of uh, right. a lot of pressure. <laughs> this me. is the collaboration with Spider Bite, and uh, it is or was dipped in wax to seal it up nice. And when I took my knife out and pierced the <laughs> wax to you know, dig out enough so that I could get the uh, bottle opener in there. I heard a tsst, and I was like, oh, <laughs> I got a little worried. So uh, we, we actually opened it in a bucket, like it was in the bucket when we popped yeah, the top I, off. I, Can you do I, a fizzing? Yes. <laughs> I, uh, I, I popped it a little bit, and I just kind of let a lot of the pressure sort of bubble out the side without fully removing the cap to because i didn't want it to you know cover the yeah i ceiling. think it would i think it would have geysered if you just popped it all the way off so when once some of this foam comes calms down a little bit we'll get into it but uh you know hopefully maybe it just got bottled a little early and it's not anything else off i just like that you had buckets like handy and it's not just one bucket; it's a stack of like six of them that are all food grade buckets. You're just like, all right, yep, grab those. Let's go grab one. Well, yeah, I mean, I need, I need, I need things to ferment things in. Exactly. <laughs> so I've, I have, I don't know if you guys have, but I've had this before, um, on tap at Spider Bite. I never got a chance to. Have I don't it. think I've had it on tap there. Yeah, this was. I, I was a big fan of this when I when I knew I had the, the two bottles at home. 
Right. And when I had it there, I was like, oh my God, I'm so glad that I got two bottles. Because they brewed this for uh, a craft beer week event, didn't they? Yeah, I believe they were having a cheese pairing at the brewery. And right. They brewed it for that. At, uh, okay. at, at Spider Bite, yeah. Well, it's black. It's not opaque black, but it's. It's a light black? It's light black. A little bit of light comes through at the edge of it there. Light black. But. I'm. Again, I'm too congested to really get a good scent on it. What are you guys getting out of the nose? To me, I just sort of get a you know a light, for lack of a better word, a light porter smell. It sort of smells like a dark beer. Maybe there's a little bit of spice to it from the rye. I get uh, some roast on the nose and some some underlying ryeness uh, to it. Yeah, I, it's it's nothing prominent enough that it sticks through my congestion, so. I can't tell you on that. I'm sorry. I hate that. I hate being. I hate. <laughs> it's, being it's subtle. It's subtle. The uh, what isn't subtle though is the the flavor for me isn't subtle, which is good. Um, it uh, I get uh, a, a little bit of a roastiness. Not so much that I would you know we have the porter stout conversation. That's, that's fucking delicious. It's fucking it delicious. Is, yeah. is right. So I'm gonna We're gonna have to guess that maybe on this, uh, one. this is fucking delicious. I'm gonna have to guess that maybe it got bottled a little too soon. Yeah, it's um, it is a little um. I mean, clearly from that, but. Carbonation wise, it's one of the more carbonated porters I've had. But the, you get the rye spice too. Yeah, the, um, it's nice. The little bit of roastiness and the rye spice. The, I mean, this is just as good as I remember having it at the brewery. This is amazing. Yeah, this is a really, really tasty. Um, I'm with the spiciness and stuff. It almost gets like a feeling of kind of like a, I want to say like root beer or birch beer. Yes. Yes, the finish. Um, yeah, definitely. It's kind of like as you finish the sip, it kind of tastes like uh, the way it the, prickles the, your tongue. Yeah, that like old fashioned birch beer. If you've yeah. ever had that, and I think that's a really cool finish. I like that. Sarsaparilla, <laughs> something like that. Yeah, this is. Uh, um, I don't have a Sam's mustache to say it and not look like an idiot. <laughs> um, I the only other um dark beer that was very prominently with rye that I've had is from Modern Times. Okay, and uh, this is exactly what I wanted it to be. It was still a good beer, but it didn't have the rice, real rice spice. I was looking for. I think we had that on your uh, at your birthday this year. Somebody brought that. Maybe it was me. I don't even remember. Uh, was that a rye beer? It was a it was a, raw, a dark rye beer for sure. Okay, um, but I don't uh, remember right, where'd that bottle go? Because I want to pour myself. It's in the bucket. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's, we're keeping it safe in the bucket. Okay, um, safe from itself. But yeah, don't uh, worry. We're don't me. don't worry. We're gonna finish it. And, uh, and actually, the hell of a waxing job to hold in, <laughs> to actually be holding pressure in with the wax. Like all the time, people say that you know, obviously, when you sell a beer, you wax it. But almost everyone says it doesn't do anything. That one bottle would definitely definitely age differently with that wax on it because the second you pierce the wax, you heard. Tss. Right. Yeah. <laughs> it's like you popped a tire. It was. It was uh, interesting. That would, that's definitely a first. But I, I'm very glad to see that uh, it was not due to something that went off. No. Yeah. I agree with that. Unlike my Roggen beer. Well, I I keep getting that kind of that feeling of like root beer. It keeps popping back in my head. Yeah. It's um, good, though. I like it. I really like it. Um, for something that looks so dark, the flavor, I think, is remarkably light. And not like airy or loose light, but it's just, it doesn't flood your palate. It doesn't coat the tongue. It's comes off clean, and it's really drinkable. That, that might also, in part, be due to how 
like ridiculously carbonated it is right now. Hey, I'm okay with that. Yeah, I mean, again, I have two more bottles. I think I got one for you. I, so have, we have, I know yeah. I have one hanging out in my fridge. We have another three bottles to find out, so <laughs> I'm more than happy to do that. Yeah, this well, one will be worth You just know that it's kind of get opened by the sink, or you need a bucket nearby. No, nah, I'll just open it in the middle of a restaurant, like like when we do homebrew at the club, and just <laughs> let it blow up everywhere. <laughs> or in the middle of the living room? Yeah, or in the middle of... Oh, right, or no, 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 in the middle of Mark's living room. Mark's right, living room. exactly. Right. <laughs> And then I'll run through his house and just start going like this and shaking it <laughs> and spraying it like we just won the Stanley Cup. Um, so I'm going to kick this off with a rating. This is going to be um, a full growler for me. This is uh, um, something that is bordering bordering on keg. And uh, the only thing stopping me is the um, I think that the that that be, uh, root beer flavor you talked about after enough of it could could get to me, but. It could get to me, but for me, I th- this is like this is the beer that I want. Like this is oh, this is one of those ones that like when I want to sit down and just drink a beer, like this is what I'm I'm jonesing for a lot. And I don't know if it quite kicks up to that keg level. It's like really borderline. Me there. too. Um, but I I think I'm gonna go with it. Okay. I think I'm gonna go with the keg on there because this is this is really impressive to me. It's got the flavor, it's got the cleanness to it, and I really like it. And yeah, what I like about it is it's very different. Yeah, I think it's re- it's really really tasty to me. Uh, I mean, this just gives me uh, more justification to throw rye in every beer that I make. Yes. I love rye. Our sack of rye. <laughs> Gotta use it. I'm. You know, one of the things that I'm intending to do is make a Berliner Weiss, but okay. instead of using wheat, use rye. Ooh, Ooh, that sounds interesting. Is there a special German name for that? Not that I'm aware. Oh, we can't call it like a Roggen Weiss? Can we call Maybe. it a Mar- Can we call it a Mark and Weiss? <laughs> I, I do not have... <laughs> the the Matty Weiss? I do, I do not have a uh, strong enough grasp on the German language. In fact, I know, like, maybe three words. Schnitzel. Four. Right, four make words. it Four. <laughs> All right. What, what, what's your rating over there, uh, Commandant? Uh, I, I'm. That's not right. I, I thought. I don't know why Commandant Lassard from Police Academy popped into my head right at that moment. I don't know why. Somebody call a horse. Uh, <laughs> let's go, Hair William. Uh, that, that's way better. I'm, I, I'm gonna. I'm gonna go with the growler on this as well. Okay. It's, it's really nice. I like it. I like. Uh, you know. I I like root beer and those kind of things in really small doses because right. it like it can overwhelm me, but this is not quite to that level, and I could really keep just yeah. drinking it. And I mean, the other thing we didn't say, the, uh, I don't think we said it for gammies either. This is a seven percent alcohol. Oh yeah, the ga- uh, the gammies is is nine. All right, at seven percent, that's not unreasonable. No, no, I mean. I mean, you it, might get drunk. You're going to get drunk, but yeah. But it's not. But you can drink two or three. You can drink two, maybe three, and be like, "All right, I'm not the end of the world." Right. But <laughs> I mean, I definitely, I would, I would drink that and enjoy it, and uh, you know, probably make some pancakes. <laughs> Fuck you and your pancakes, mostly because I don't have them. <laughs> well, I mean, just make pancakes. So this is this is all Mark does. He drinks beer, makes ferments things and makes pancakes. Well, what's messed I ferment up? all the things. Well, what's That's messed why I said ferment things. What's messed up 
is Mark. I go. I asked Mark what beer he put in the chili today. He yeah. goes, I don't put beer in my chili. You didn't put beer in the chili? No. As I said to Justin, like I want my chili to be super thick. I don't want to thin it out with beer. So reduce the beer. Nah, it's too much effort. Just think it could have been boiled beer. <laughs> yeah, that might have made the chili bitter, <laughs> which is not something that we want. No. So, uh, but anyway. Anyway, we digress. The uh, the final beer we're gonna have is the uh, the set most sessionable of the bunch. Um, it is uh, if you if you didn't know before you looked at the label, you would immediately know that it is a Rocky Point collaboration with Bellport because of the bottle. It is a beautiful swing top bottle. I believe the bottom is punted. Um, yes, it, it is, and it is the Sudif. Um, even though it starts with a J, there's a little pronunciation key underneath. Oh, I was um, wondering how you figured yeah. that out. But, oh, there it is. <laughs> oh, yeah. Justin doing research and shit two seconds before the podcast. Shows you how closely I looked at this bottle. I've yeah. only had it for I don't know how many months at this point. <laughs> um, I was always like... Because it's J-S-U-D-I-Y-F. So, yeah, that's pronounced Sudif. Everyone knows that. And Everyone, huh? Everyone. And it is a barley wine. So uh, one cool thing that I think I'm going to say we're going to do right now on the podcast without talking to Mark and Kevin at all is I have um, another two bottles of this, and I think that we should uh, do an experiment here. We'll do uh, a little special. uh, We'll keep notes on this tasting, and then a year from now, we'll open another bottle. And then, you know, if we haven't killed each other by then, we'll do uh, another. We'll open another one a year from then. How does that sound? I give us at least three years. Three years before someone's dismembered? Yes. Okay. Hey, if, as long as we keep the sharp objects away, I think we're pretty safe. Yeah, as long as Mark doesn't let a beer explode onto my computer, we'll be fine. All right. It smells like a tasty barley wine. Oh my god, the color is gorgeous, and the the um yeah, it's a nice it's coppery. Beautiful look at look at the head. Look at the head on it. Oh man, it, it is pretty impressive. I did a little pro. I it's did a very persistent too. Yeah, I did a pro pour on mine. You know, the uh, down the side, and then let let a couple hit. You know, come through hard. Yes, I got you. I explained that poorly. Yes, no, there wasn't supposed to be. I turned, <laughs> I turned it into a huge joke. There's always, there's always a joke. So when you pour a beer, you pour it down the side of the glass at first, and then about when you get halfway up, then you you finish the pour aggressively, by, slightly aggressively. So I did that a little bit here. Sometimes you just got to go in soft. Yeah, and then <laughs> oh boy, at the end you come in hard. Uh, oh my god. <laughs> All talking I can, about beers. All I can th- beers. All, That's I, all I'm talking about. All, all I can think of right now is a uh, fencing referee <laughs> that, that we all, that two of us know, and we'll just leave it at that. So anyway, <laughs> I just sorry. I, I broke. Just remember what you were saying? Yeah, I broke. I broke Kevin. So yeah, it's a beautiful copper color. I haven't gotten to the aroma yet. Who cares what Kevin thinks about the aroma? Because he can't smell anything. Nope, still can't. Nope. It has not magically. Gone it away. smells oh, like a delicious bar. Man, wine. it does. It's got that like sweet caramel. Type of smell to it, and then you get the alcohol yeah, with burn a that bit like of booze in la- the back. lasers off your your nose hair. Yeah, this is an eleven percent barley wine. Um, and uh, what do you think there, Kev? I'm gonna go back in for one more. I just okay. got a little sip, so give me just a second. Oh man, it's pretty good. Yeah, I, I like it. I definitely it. It definitely, I mean, again, not that I'm a pro barley wine drinker, but from the ones I've had, it definitely tastes like aging. And the more you age this, the, the better it's going to be. It's going to lose a little bit of the alcohol up front and just get smoother and smoother. Yeah, yeah it's it's going to, as it oxidizes, it's going to develop more and more of the, the raisiny stone fruit 
type characters, which would complement this very good. But I mean, this is I don't know what like six months old at this point. Yeah, something like that. It it's quite delicious. Yeah, I, th- I think in a couple more months this is going to be like I think at a year this one's going to be primo. Um, it's really. I'm looking at the light is catching my glass just perfect so you can see like the layer of oil. On oh the, yeah, like on top there. Um, but that being said, it's just smooth. It's smooth in the beginning. Um, there's really I'm not getting that burn. It's not. It, it's not bad. It's just up front. But, it's a little a little assertive for me. Right. I'm not getting that yeah. in the beginning. Um, but at the end, it's I'm definitely feeling it in the back of my throat and in the top of my chest, like. It's nice and warm now. <laughs> Even if I wasn't wearing headphones, my ears would be warm. Yeah, this is uh as far as the barley wines go, this is one of the better ones I think I've had. This is um I'm happy now that one of these is hanging out in my fridge. <laughs> yes, there you go. It um yeah, I, I remember now the exact day I picked this up. I picked this up the same day as the um uh brick house uh birth twenty first birthday. That's uh, when I picked okay. these up. Okay. So that was same day I picked up the finer things bottle too. No, but uh, the birthday I think was in June. Yeah, so yeah, almost six months, not quite. Yeah, I mean it's in the it, listen, it's in the ballpark. I just realized that now. Um, yeah, you get the like you said, the, the, the smell and the and the the taste are be pretty much the same in the same intensity too. Um, very uh, very smooth caramel and uh, sweet notes to it, and then the uh, the lovely the lovely alcohol uh, Warm finish. Thing. Yeah. Um, my yeah. neck, my neck is hot right now. The caramel, caramel is the good. You don't note. have to it's, tell me. It's, oh. The caramel is the right call on it. That's the. Uh, it's got that little bit of, not brown sugar, but definitely that that cooked sugar caramel yeah, like taste. Car- to it. Caramel or toffee. Yeah, toffee note is a good one too. Um, doesn't quite have the toastiness that I put, uh, usually associate with toffee, but it's it's right in there in that range, and I really like it. I think for me. I'm going to put this as a pint. Um, and I, I think I may have to motion that we maybe put barley wines in a separate rating category. <laughs> no, I, I'm just no, I know. Because, yeah, no, it makes sense. Because to, to rate these on the same scale as regular beers is probably not fair to the barley wines. Yeah, I mean, the barley wine, the only thing I would say is the barley wine's not that much higher than most of the Russian Imperial Stouts that we have and things like that. Yeah. But, I, but we can, I, we can, I understand we can, that. We can talk about that, it. I think that's something that we may have to discuss because I, I do feel bad. I feel Can bad. Can we rate them on number of fingers? Yes. How many? <laughs> how, many fi- how many finger pour do I want? Right. One, two, three, four, or yeah. five. Right. All right. So if that was that, I, if it was that, I would say it would be a three finger pour that I'm looking for. Okay. Uh, but as far as our rating system goes, I'm going to go with a pint on it. I think one long pint of this take me a while to drink it, but it could be really enjoyable. I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna say that I want several ten ounce tulip glasses of it. Listen, now you're getting yourself in trouble. I don't care. <laughs> no, I'm gonna I'm gonna go with a uh, I'm gonna go with a bomber. Wow. All right. Listen, my liver's relatively new. Yeah, your, yours grew back. So <laughs> yeah. Shut up, liver. You're fine. <laughs> right, there you go. The, be- the best shirt that you forgot to buy. I didn't forget it. <laughs> So where are you? Where are you at with this there beefcake? I'm gonna go with you and call this a bomber. Yeah. Uh, Mark and I are gonna get crunk. Yeah. Like <laughs> yeah. Th- this is gonna be like, all right, maybe my in-laws have my daughter for the night. Something. <laughs> Freedom. I really, really, really want to like, puke puke in my uh, garbage can in the kitchen. <laughs> nah. Take my nah, I don't bomber. think he'd. Pu- I yeah. don't think he'd puke for the bomber. No. But 
But uh, a bomber to shot of vodka might get you there. Yeah. <laughs> as soon as vodka or uh, whiskey is involved, you'd be going to do some tequila all, shots. One all day. bets are off. <laughs> I gotta say it. I think it reflects well of how we usually of when we look back to the Rocky Point beers that we did. Of they really do have that that they they are the artisanal in their name. Like yeah. they do well with it, and they really have a very refined taste to them. And I think this falls right in, right in line with those. Yeah, it's a perfect collaboration between the two. And they're they're also uh, their experience in producing like higher alcohol beers. Right. Uh, certainly shines through here. I concur. Yeah, those were two two really you know two really good collaboration beers, and then another you know excellent offering solely from uh, from uh, our buddy Brian. And I definitely have to say our buddy Brian because way back when at the Rocky Point Cask Festival, I think he was the first person to uh, be like, "Oh yeah, you guys want to you guys want to interview me outside? Yeah, sure, I'm drunk enough to do that. Let's go." Yeah, I, it was. It was <laughs> well, great. I mean, it certainly helps with uh, Brian that like even before we started this podcast, like three years ago or oh, whatever. That's right. We, Justin and I first met him at uh, a beer tasting event that they did in Polish Town in Riverhead. Yeah. Okay. And he was one of the exhibitors. And, like, it, there was, like, maybe, like, three dozen people there. So at like, best. Oh, wow. Yeah. At best. And and two two of the breweries didn't even show because they had a feeling it was going to be going to be nothing. Yeah, but we, we spent, I don't know, at least a good 20 minutes just, like, picking his brain and talking to him about his uh, South Country IPA because it was a really nice... Uh, English style IPA. Okay. Yeah, we had never, I'd never even heard of that. I mean, after that, and I don't especially think back I've, then. I don't think I've ever had it, but I uh, know. But it's I mean, a, English, it's uh, English pale ales I uh, enjoy. Or is it, you said it's an IPA? An English yeah. style I, IPA. I, I, okay, yeah. I. I would like to give that a shot. It was extremely good, and as I was telling you guys, um, and I think I might have told Mark three times today, the uh, their pale ale they have now, um, their Bellhaven pale ale, which is a what they're calling their biscuit forward pale ale. Okay, is outstanding and i mean anybody who listens to the podcast knows that if i'm calling a pale ale outstanding it, it must be both different and completely completely ridiculously good yeah. um i'm just remembering back to the cascale festival with that with that chocolate oh, the Mexican that's chocolate right. beer that they did well that was the, the he, oh, had, he had like the that, basically the vertical of yeah, all the different ones he yeah, did that right at the rocky point cast right festival. he had the original that he added the mexican chocolate and then he had the one and with the, the chocolate and the, the jelly. jelly roll yeah one Right. Uh, I, yeah, it, that was an incredible beer. I I hope that comes back. The original was great, and Brian, the jelly got better. Back, the, the Mexican chili one was even better than uh, that. Yeah, the Mexican chocolate chili. But uh, the event that we had the gammies at, the Taps, Bats, and Talons. Taps and Talons, I wanted to say Bats and Brews. We're not going to Bats and Brews. Nope. Um, it is sold out, so we couldn't go if we, if yep. we, if we could. But uh, Taps and Talons, was you guys got to go last year. I did not get a chance to go, so this was my first time. It was pretty cool. Yeah, I like that it was a smaller event. That it was very low key. That it was low key. It wasn't like fourteen thousand people in a field. Yeah, it's all really pushing nice for samples. It was just one tenth, and uh, it was really nice to get to see uh, all the brewers. At this point, like we kind of know a lot of the guys on Long Island, so we were and we're like, oh hey, hey you, hey you, hey you, hey you. Yeah, it was nice. I, I really enjoyed that too. Like. You know, seeing everybody like saying, "Oh, how's it going? What's new?" And yeah, it was definitely a, a nice experience being able to do that. It was a little bit bigger this year, even than it was last year, wasn't it? 
I, mean, I, I felt like it was. I, yeah, I think there was more people there, but it uh, more more. I mean, even like brewery wise, I think la- last year they might have had six or eight total. I think there was at least a dozen this time. I they may ha- like. I don't remember St. James being there last year. They weren't. Uh, so there, you know, maybe a few more, but I wouldn't say a lot. Yeah. No, but, I'm saying maybe there was four more. Yeah. It, it's still it's uh it's a great thing that they do. And, uh, you know, the Sweetbriar Nature Center is certainly a uh, organization worthy of my donation dollars. Yes. And, and I, uh, the the beer festival thing that they do is a great way to raise funds as far as I'm concerned. Yeah, it's it's really nice. They uh, they have a bird sanctuary there, too. They support a whole bunch of, uh, of disabled uh, raptors. That are hanging out there. They have a, you know, there was a guy walking around with this uh, little tiny screech owl that uh, looked like he was strung out on meth. <laughs> like, that, you know, he's up during the daytime and there's a thousand, you know, there's all these people wandering around him and he's just looking so wide eyed. It was crazy. Yeah, it looked like he was tweaking pretty hard. Yeah. But uh, it, was, it seemed like he was hyper. My favorite part though was all the people that were taking selfies with these birds. Yeah. And I was, I mean, I don't want anyone to get hurt. So this is for comic, com, you know, comedic reasons only. Yeah. But I really, at some point, wanted a bird just to turn around and just take someone out. Yeah. Like, be like, I don't, you know, just attack the guy that's shoving their face next to him and taking a selfie. Face, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. And mostly because the people holding the birds are constantly telling people not to get that close to them. Yeah, yeah. And give then him, as, the guy's, face, don't touch as him. the guy's back's turned, some guy, like, shoves his face behind it and throws up a selfie. Like, what are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> this bird can literally eat your eyeball. Yeah. And, and, and wants to. <laughs> I also found it pretty funny that uh, the tortoise. Oh my god, the tortoise that with the was, donation box was hysterical. Yeah, the tortoise with the donation box on its back. That you it was know, the fastest tortoise that has ever walked the earth. Yeah, yeah, that, was, that, yeah. I, I think that's why they call him Bulldozer. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, Dozer was his name. He's an Aldabra tortoise. For anybody who wants to look that up. Yeah, and he was. He had this uh, wooden donation box bungee corded to his back. Uh, to his part, of me, part of me was like, we're in a nature preserve and they're bungee corded donation box to the tortoise. And I'm like, as I said it out loud, I'm like, yeah, it makes, actually makes more yeah. sense now that he said it. I mean, I'm sure he didn't feel a thing. Oh, no, it. No. It, it was no. really funny, too, how he just had like free range and he just had a minder watching him. That would like pick him up and turning him around, or and like the, walk him back a little bit if he started straying too kid, far. That kid was sweating his ass off. Well, they, I saw it at least he, three he different people. Out. Yeah, like yeah. they they tagged out after a while. They because, could not keep up with the tortoise. Yeah, because he was like all over he was the moving. place. He was moving. But yeah, that was a great event. I'm glad we got to do it again. And I, I, you know, barring uh, a scheduling conflict, I, I'm gonna go next year again for sure. Oh, yeah, I look forward to that. I think it's gonna. I think it's uh, it's a fun event, but. Brian is making some great beers out of Bellport. Uh, if we picked your interest, uh, you know, follow him on Facebook. He's always posting which farmers markets he's going to be at. Yeah, I picked these up at the uh, Santa Maritza's far uh, Maritza, rather the Maritza's, uh, farmers market. That's at Kaplan Pond. He's also um, every Saturday at the uh, Saville Farmers Market. He, there may, he may be at others as well, but those are the two that I know of. Uh, the Saville one is Saturday. Yep, Saturday starts at. Uh, I believe it starts at eight. Yeah, where they okay? Because I think he was Grange. doing one on Fridays for a while. Too. That's that's the one at uh, uh, Mauritius. Oh, okay. Kaplan Pond. That's when I picked it up. Okay. Is the uh, Sable one on the Grange there? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, right by Blackbirds. Yep. Good restaurant. We like them too. Oh yeah, good restaurant. 
Um, but yeah, I thank Brian. He's always been good to us, and uh, I love uh, every time I get to see him. We uh, we chat a little bit, so yeah. it's nice. And I look forward to uh, visiting him at a uh, in his own tap room. Yeah, in his own tap room. Hopefully, very soon. Yep. Yeah. All right. Well, guys, cheers, and uh, can't wait to get together and do it again soon. If you enjoyed Beertastic Voyage, please be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and don't forget to review and rate us. The guys can be found online at www.beertasticvoyage.com, on Facebook at www.facebook.com slash beertasticvoyage, and Twitter and Instagram at beertasticshow, or send them a good old-fashioned email at beertasticvoyage at gmail.com. Thanks for listening, and cheers for local beers.